Welcome to the Live Feel Be podcast. I'm your host, JRV, and today we're going to be talking about dreams, escaping versus envisioning. So there's this song um, that I remember from when I was a kid from the Spy Kids movie, The Dreams of and it was basically when the little girl was singing it at the end with like I think the mic her uncle gave her I don't know that just popped into my head for this episode but today I wanted to talk about the um, difference between escaping into your daydreams and envisioning with your daydreams because there's a difference and it's a huge one (laughs) you know now that I am in this stage in my growth journey I can see looking back like why you know I would daydream about certain things and it became really apparent to me when I was I think when I was in my younger 20s like when I was like 21 22 ish um at the time I think I had gotten out of a relationship and I was starting to have daydreams more and more frequently and I was super unhappy at the time unhappy with just the stress in life and so I would daydream about you know oh about finding a lover or daydream about leaving everything and just daydream about nothing really (laughs) like nothing substantial nothing that was growing me and I found that when I would have these daydreams like I would get sucked into these daydreams I would spend some some time like quite some time in these daydreams before I know it like 15 minutes has passed 30 minutes has passed my imaginative capacity and capabilities are they're there okay but I found that after I was daydreaming and I would come back to my my life that I would feel like either drained or I would feel sad um, or I would still have whatever the work I had to do there so I was using daydreaming as a procrastination method um, and as an escape method to like escape what was going on in my life like I would daydream like before I go to sleep and just daydream different situations and I'm going through my life it's not like I'm sitting there and not doing anything but I'm in a different place in my head like while I'm going through the motions in life and it's it wasn't anything like productive or with purpose or with proper intention behind it it was coming from a place of lack is what I realized um I didn't have any like substantial I didn't I shouldn't say I didn't have any substantial connections I didn't have like you know the romantic connections in life that I wanted and that other people around me were having and so while I wasn't consciously stressed about it um I was like sad over my previous relationship but I wasn't consciously stressed about not having one right then it still manifested in and the the sadness from the previous relationship still manifested in 
into my subconscious and into my daydreams where I would feel like, you know, little, little or lower level of like, not happiness because it wasn't happiness, but it was just relief. Yeah. Relief is the good word for, from my present life. Like I was in school, school was taking up all of my time. There was no time to date or so I thought analysis of my thought process back then is for another day back to the podcast yeah (laughs) i i would use my daydreams as escapes and i realized that i it wasn't something new it was just something that i became aware of around that time and i realized it went all the way back to my childhood pretty much like i think when i was a kid i you know had the normal I guess kids normally have like their daydreams and everything. But as I got into my teen years, I started using my daydreams as escapes as well. And it wasn't always for like, it wasn't always about like uh, romantic connections or anything like that. Sometimes it would be about, you know, cussing out this person that did me wrong or I'll always doing something that I wasn't able to do in my real life, like speak up for myself or have people like hear me or be like the extroverted version of myself that everybody likes. And those are parts of my daydreams as I was like a teen, a uh, young teen, and then into my teen years. And then it got more, um, more pronounced um, as I went through like my undergraduate training and my graduate training and it wasn't healthy because I wasn't I wasn't happy still like the there was no purpose behind these daydreams. I was using these daydreams to escape from my life and provide some type of relief or some type of outlet that I wasn't able to have in my regular life. And I think, you know, at a certain level, you can't stop daydreams like that. Like sometimes your mind just goes off course and you have a daydream about something just because you have one daydream about, um, you know, you, I don't know, being the life of the party or whatever, that doesn't mean that it's unhealthy, that you've got, you know, some weird hermit introversion qualities to work on. But if you find that you come out of that daydream and you're you're discontent with who you are and where you are causes you to have negative emotions, then maybe there's something there that you need to work through and this is for like consistent and repetitive daydreams if you're revisiting the same daydream over and over again or revisiting the same situation in a daydream over again with different people or with different settings if you are having daydreams in which you're creating drama or strife for yourself in order to feel something in life like all of these are their coping mechanism, their trauma reactions, many different types of adaptive processes go into escapist daydreams like this. 
And I found that as I started working towards like my best self and I realized, you know, I was unhappy with a lot of things in my life and in a lot of ways with who I was at the time. And so I wanted to start working on it and understanding myself better and understanding this life better. And I, I became aware of the fact that I, I still felt like, you know, kind of unhappy or I still felt the sadness even after having these daydreams about various topics or still felt frustrated even after having the daydream where I, you know, mouthed off to the person who disrespected me. Like, after I realized that I still felt those feelings and the daydream didn't help, like, it didn't help me process anything, it didn't help me think through anything, it didn't help me release any emotions, I realized that it wasn't being utilized in an effective way. Today, I can see that, okay, these were methods of escapism. Escaping from my life, you know, allowing me to just pass through life. Like I said before, I could, I can daydream pretty much and do anything. <laughs> like any actions in life, I can daydream and still perform. Perform in school, perform at a job. Um, it's harder with my current job, but... There's a difference between using your daydreams for escapism and then using them to envision your best self, the best outcome, all the good that's waiting for you, you know, you loving yourself, people loving you, and using that daydream to envision the type of person you want to be, the quality of life you want to have, the emotions you want to feel. And it feels different when you come out of that daydream as well. It feels different. You feel more in tune. You feel more in alignment. You feel more um, empowered to achieve something that you can see because it's in your mind's eye to see it. The question for this, this concept, when you think about your own daydreams, when you have them, are your daydreams ones in which you are leaning into your light. That's the best way I can explain it. That's the best way I can think about it, the best way I can explain it. And with that, we're going to start off the Bathroom Chronicles because I want to interrupt the segment to give an affirmation that is literally related and hopefully will help you reframe your daydreams and reframe how you think about your daydreams and how you think about your life in general. This segment, Bathroom Chronicles, I'll be doing an affirmation of the day um, and you can in turn make it your affirmation of the week or affirmation of the month in which I give you an affirmation related to the concept of that day's podcast and you post it in front of your toilet. I call this the Bathroom Chronicles because I heard about it. I heard about a similar practice from one of my favorite ASMR artists, um, Maria Gentle Whispering, and she did this with uh, smoking when she wanted to quit smoking. Um, She put a whole list of the positives and negatives. um, Sorry, she put a whole list of like the positives that would result from her quitting smoking. She put it on the wall in front of her toilet. She also posted it everywhere, but she said, that, you know, putting that list on the wall 
in front of the toilet, sit down on the toilet. Every time you sit down, you read that list and it worked. And I, you know, came up with this idea the other day when I sat down in my job's bathroom and they had a printout um, that was called the Bathroom Chronicles. But it wasn't like, it wasn't anything affirming. It was basically a checklist, to-do list, like reminders for some of the staff at the job. And I was like, well, if you're going to do that and like still beat into people's brains what they're supposed to be doing for their job and all the little things you want them to do for their job, it everybody should be doing this for, you know, your personal health, your growth, your love of life, your love of yourself. And I have had a list in front of my toilet for probably two years now, two, actually maybe three years now. And at first it was like, just like words, like a mantra um, that I would use to help me focus and help me um, in regards to my studies. And now for like the past year and a half, I've had a list of affirmations in front of my toilet that I've talked about before on this podcast. And I don't always read it and get through the whole list, but um, I think it's so important and I think it's so helpful because these things will stick. You sit on the toilet multiple times a day, so something's got to stick. And I find my list right now is too long, but if you make your list like just three to five affirmations, you can read that easily, quickly. This will be the first one of the Bathroom Chronicles. I am leaning into my light. And this is one of my affirmations on my list in front of my bathroom. And not only is it helpful in terms of thinking about your daydreams, it's also helpful in terms of thinking about, you know, your actions in life and your feelings. Do these, these points make you feel like you're leaning into your light? It's so important when you think about daydreams because you're you're still using energy when you're daydreaming, even though it feels passive. You're still using energy. You're still building some type of momentum. Are you building positive momentum or negative momentum? Are you building, you know, momentum for loving experiences and ease of conversations and ease of relationships with your daydreams, fulfillment of your purpose with your daydreams, or are you imagining and actively pulling in drama into your life for some excitement or um, strife or contrast in your life so that you can stay stagnant? Are you using your daydreams as a method to escape your life and to procrastinate? Honestly, right now I'm procrastinating, (laughs) but I'm procrastinating doing something that is life-giving and purpose-filling and something that means something to me as opposed to what I'm supposed, not what I'm supposed to be doing, but what is on my to-do list for my job. But this, I feel like, is, you know, (laughs) purposeful procrastination and necessary because this is my priority. So what is your priority when you are taking action in your life? This podcast is an idea from 
a daydream, an imagination where I imagined that, you know, people were listening to my voice and that it sounded good and that I was helping them think about things in different ways. Um, And from that daydream, a podcast was born. So what are you using your daydreams for? Is it for escapism or is it for envisioning your greatest good? Envisioning you leaning into your light, feeling yourself leaning into your light. Questions that need answers and that can only be answered by you. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast. This has been the Live, Feel, Be podcast and I will catch you on the next one.